and yep. and in it you 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 speak to your mom in that poem right and you mention terms like rejected like a leper right and mm-hmm. can can you explain why you place that word in the poem rejected like a leper welcome to the reclamation podcast My name is Aldo Martin. And I'm Cousin Eddie. And together, we're going to explore what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. For more info on the Reclamation Podcast, or to tell your story, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Aldo B. Martin. Yeah, it's... um... It was it was quite a journey for me, you know, um, being a child rape survivor. Um, but I believe that I have always had a strong mind, um, and uh, ever since I started to get abused, I just woke up in survivor mode, and um, my life was more important than my pain, you know. So, um, and uh, when I became a mother myself, I um. I just protected my kids. I think sometimes I wrapped them up in cotton wool too much. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, quite a journey. It quite was the journey. Uh, interesting. Quite the yeah. journey. So so how many years were you with the organization? So from 14 till about how old? Five years ago. So I'm 50 this year. So from 14 to 30, uh, 35. No, 45. Sorry. Wow. That is a huge chunk of time. It it was like, like I said, I was affiliated. Um, I didn't actually get baptized as a Jehovah's Witness until I was uh, 35. Um, And when I got baptized, I, we had an assembly. It was a two day assembly in a small country town. And you would have thought that the Watchtower being a billion-dollar society, you would have thought they would have, you know, bought something uh, um, better than what what would look like, what actually looked like a cattle trough um, that I got baptised in, you know. And um, I looked at my sister, gave her the side eye, and I'm like, seriously? (laughs) Like, now you're trying to, now I'm going to get dunked under like a cow, (laughs) you know. So it was, um, they say that when you get baptized, you feel people exaggerate all the time. I I think this is a very big exaggeration. And uh, even my sister, when she got baptized, she said, you just feel this whole whiff of Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and and you're just totally different, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We've we've said the same thing. And what's, what's funny now in retrospect if somebody didn't say that, then you would think something's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. like it, like for yourself, you would think something's wrong with yourself. And if somebody didn't say that, you would think something's wrong with them. Yeah. Right. So it's almost yeah. like people were pressured. I feel like into into saying that that the uh, absolutely that, that it was absolutely invig- that it was invigorating. So uh, very. You 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 shared uh, a lot. Go ahead. My sister, she she asked me after I got baptized, my younger sister, um, 
she said, do you feel different? Like, did you, did, like she's very excited. Like, didn't you feel the Holy Spirit? And I said, I don't feel any different, it, you know. Um, all I did was just dedicate my life to God, you know, through water baptism. I, I don't feel any different. I don't feel like I'm, I'm Jesus or anything, you know. <laughs> um, she looked at me. She gave me this funny look, and I said, what? I'm not going to lie to you, you know. Man. So, I, oh, man. I, I really... I remember the lead up to baptism, right? And it's like, man, it's going to be, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, all right, man, I can't wait to see what this is. Cause I'm thinking when I get under the water is, is, am I going to hear Jesus's voice under the water? Like, is, like, is, is he going to say something to me? <laughs> is he going to say hello? <laughs> I, I don't know. And yeah, I right there in your face as soon as you come out of the water. Yeah, and, and I didn't hear anything. And I was like, oh, man, all right, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So you, and I thought I was special. Specialer. <laughs> that's a word. I'm go yeah, I'm I thought I was more specialer. Nah, that's it. Listen, I know what you meant. Therefore, that's a word. Absolutely. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. So you 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 spoke a lot about about your mom and your background, and and your family and how this 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 Jehovah Witness thing I'll call it was more than a thing. This was something that was seemed to have been uniting your family or seemed to have you know brought your family together in some regards. Now I'd like to talk about your poetry. And you have mm -hmm. one poem that is dedicated towards your mother. You oh, I, I actually have a couple of poems, but um, I'll, I'll read that one if you want me to. It, the, the one that you shared with me. Yeah, Shand. Yes, <clears throat> yes. And, oh, I thought that was two different ones. I thought um, it was two no, different I, ones. I, it was one long one. Okay. I apologize. I thought it was two separate ones. And that one is called Shand. And yeah. And in it, you 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 speak to your mom in that poem, right? And you mention terms like rejected like a leper, right? And mm -hmm. can can you explain why you place that word in the poem, rejected like a leper? Well, uh, my poetry is is always raw. I'm not sure if you noticed that, or blunt, straight to the point. Um, I, I use my life experience and talents to not only expose the organization but um, and, and the shunning rules um, and, and also the, the uh, conditional love. I expose everything about corruption. It doesn't matter whether it's about religion or, or anything like that, especially when it comes to child sex abuse or any child abuse. Um, I I um, expose that um <clears throat> so my mother um she did treat me like I was a leper um even to the point where when I was homeless um she she totally disowned me she wouldn't even is, let me and this is after you leaving this is after I left yeah yeah, yeah. so 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 this um, this this whole thing about shunning people that when they leave ignoring them this is a this is a major thing and and it prompted you to to, to write this poem, if I, I, I know you said you have it there. If, if you wouldn't mind sharing that poem with the audience so that they can get a uh, more of an idea, more of a picture of what it feels like uh, to be shunned. 
Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. If the hills had eyes, they'd see people that hate or hear people that call us escapees, apostates. Because what we do is we expose the watchtower's cheapskate, cheapskate awakes so gullible people will dig deep and donate. They'll knock on your door using God as a tool to draw in society's downtrodden fools that lack self-esteem to use for their sneaky money laundering schemes, <clears throat> painting them a perfect picture of future falsifying dreams. Yes, that organisation will hand you a rope making all of us choke, leaving us homeless and broke because of, because of their pathetic shunning joke. J-dubs teach their members to snub their own blood, calling it love from above, yet pushing us aside with hypocritical shoves. Modern-day Pharisees that stand on street corners, pretending to be Jesus wannabes, always looking down on we because the truth of the truth has set us prisoners free no longer binded by chains of doctrinal slavery, and may the, may the creator have mercy on your souls when you stand before he. All you do is destroy innocent lives, poisoning innocent minds with evil, heinous crimes, protecting your lying, sick, twisted pedophiles who always prey on the meek little human beings with tear-stained cheeks that you attack when asleep because they're vulnerably weak. You heartless bastards, stop lying through twos. Start confessing your sins and own up to your truths before another victim of yours hangs by a noose. You all know what you've done, shunning me from my mum. You've divided mothers from daughters and fathers from sons. Yet you call me poison for doing my own research, telling me in my face that I have no valuable worth. But you're the same as me. You're a sinner that bleeds. You return to the same place when your spirit leaves. <clears throat> I forgive you, Mum. I know that you love me deep down. I didn't turn I didn't mean to turn sorry, I didn't me mean to bring your pain or turn your smile into frowns. So if I don't see you soon, I'll always think of you on long, lonely nights when I gaze at the moon. My little sisters don't cry. In my heart you've lo your love's dented, indented. So <clears throat> don't tell me goodbye. I found my voice, now I roar like a tiger with a Cheshire grin. Sorry, I found my voice within, now I roar like a tiger with a Cheshire grin. You see, I've found my strength, I've found myself. Now I never will keel to dis disillusional humans behind a Freemason seal. That's what I've written. That's powerful. Thank you. That's that's powerful. There's so much there. Um. You, you mentioned the word for people that lack self-esteem. Why, why did you put that term in there? Um, in society, when um, I speak for myself, uh, I, I grew up with a lot of lack of self-esteem. My mother had lack of self-esteem. You know, she had lack of self-love. Um, she, she didn't have any self-love at, at all. You know, she didn't know um love because she wasn't raised by her own parents she was raised by abusive nuns and priests and then therefore she raised me the same so uh, my mother she would always tell me that I was ugly useless and um um yeah she would belittle me in front of other family members it, it was it was a very rough childhood and so um 
the Watchtower Society, um, and I'm not—I can't speak for anybody else, for any other cult, but the Watchtower, the Watchtower Society. When we see families that are broken and, uh, you know, downtrodden, they—they're going through a rough time. We will give them the good news, just to gain the members. And and um, I didn't really see any of that truth until after I left. And I started to see, wow, you know, this religion has a, obviously has a hidden agenda where they only lure people, you know, and promise them a beautiful future with, you know, being saved by God and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but then when they they actually think that they belong to a very loving, God-fearing um, organization but when they see when they start to open their eyes and the veil is lifted they will see that it's a very heartless doomsday cult you know there's there's no no real love for for fellow man there's no humanitarianism it's really not it's it's a very sad sad thing and like I said I, I suffered a lot from my self-esteem issues even now I openly admit that I still suffer the same self-esteem issues, um, you know, because these mental scars that my mother, you know, that um, she indented in my brain that I was ugly. And that even though people could say, oh, you're such a beautiful woman, you know, that's beautiful. I love hearing that when they say that. But at the same time, I look at myself like, oh, I don't think I am. And then I always reply back, thank you. I always say thank you. But then I finish it off with um, my heart is more beautiful, you know, and um, and I think that's it's a struggle to to love oneself after you've been abused for so many years, you know. It's it's difficult to undo that. It's definitely difficult to undo it, and um, it, it's uh, I'm I'm forever telling other people, you know, you you're so beautiful. You know, it. You know, be yourself. You know, it looks good on you. Like I've, I'm always saying positive things, even when I wake up in the morning. You know, I'm like Danny. You know, you, you're, you're beautiful. Don't ever forget that. And you, you know, like you share that beauty with, with others, and that's what I've always done. So, it's a lot yeah. of hard work, man. It is so hard. It's, it's draining. A- Sometimes I don't yeah. even want to get out of bed. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know, it's um. I'll always speak to um. Not always, but there's some friends of mine when I've spoken. Daniela, you do you know? Not do you know, but do you recall hearing a conversation or something where somebody would say something like, "Man, what kind of animal describes you?" Right, and yes. and, pe- and people yes. would always say the cool animals. Oh, I'm a lion. <laughs> I'm an eagle. Right. I'm a, I'm a tiger. I'm a wolf. Right. The really cool yeah. animals. And yeah. And I was asked that question once and I said, man, I'm a duck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? And they're like, man, what are you what are you talking about? And I'm like, let me tell you something. When you see a duck sitting on water, he or she looks cool, calm, collected. Right. Like like yeah. nothing bothering them, like very stoic but underneath the water its feet are paddling as fast as hell (laughs) fast as hell 
and and that paddling that paddling is what enables it to to not be stagnant enables it to move is what probably prevents it from sinking like there's a yeah. lot of work going on to looking cool <laughs> <laughs> i know right so you know what i'm a duck and we're ducks shout out to the ducks <laughs> <laughs> High five to the dog. <laughs> Word up. So I have I have a final question for you. Do you well it's two, it's a two part question. Do you regret joining the, the group? And what would you say to someone who was about to join such a group? Um I do. I I regret the group. Um, I regret joining it. I I regret it all um, because I truly believe that cults are religious predators. Um, you know, like I said before, they they have their hidden agenda, and uh, it's a hidden money making agenda uh, using God as a guise to gain members. And um, my biggest advice would be to do diligent research on the Watchtower Society or AKA JW Org um, before ever going down that path because it is, there is so much evil that's in that cult. It, it is just, there's no real love, you know. It's uh, very destructive, very uh, segregated and divisive. It's, it's something that I would not recommend anybody to join. Daniela, um, thank you so much. That was all that was all well said and well received. And I hope that the the audience listening to to the program can see that even even with your story, even with your uh, experience with such a group, it's 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 not much different from other organizations around the world that do the same thing. And you don't have to only be in the Jehovah's Witnesses or the International Church of Christ or anything else to have been in a cult, right? Like these things are not, cults are not limited to one group. They really expand beyond and they go across borders and go across time. Anyhow. Yeah, um, just, I just wanted to say something. Um, one thing that I have noticed um, about um, ex-Jehovah's Witnesses Mm. is that there are a lot of ex-Jehovah's Witnesses that have formed their own little cult. What? Um, yeah, after leaving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the they, have their, own the little, hell, they man? have their own little cult following. And th- so even though they say that they actually are out, um, mentally I don't think they've ever left, otherwise you wouldn't be – creating your own little cult, you know what I mean? So Oh yeah. no. <laughs> you know what? I guess I guess mm. we're just gonna have to uh title your episode to be continued because <laughs> you, you, you're telling me that they leave this cult to begin other little baby cults. Uh all right. <laughs> okay. This is this is the part where I check out. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Well, n- nonetheless, nonetheless, Daniela. Thank you, Elder, for having me. No, thank you for, for agreeing to come on. That's the best part, for sure.